This is After the Gridiron, podcast featuring interviews with retired football players. Thank you for tuning into the show. Before we get to the episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Today, another player shares his incredible football journey with us and talks about his life after the gridiron. You're going to love it. After the Gridiron, I am your host, Lyle Green, and today we have as our guest, former uh, pro football player, Philip Stanbaugh. So Philip played four and a half years of professional football. He spent times with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Buffalo Bills, the uh, Saints, Steelers, Eagles, and Giants. So he um, went to a few, been with a few, uh, few clubs there. He also spent time in NFL Europe as well. He came out in 2000 and the year 2000 as an unrestricted free agent. He was signed by the Bills. He's out of Lehigh University, where he was a standout player there. He's an All-American. He's in the Lehigh um, Hall of Fame as a player. He's a two-time uh, Patriots League champion with the team there and player of the year of the Patriot League in 98. So an amazing career there at uh, Lehigh. And now he is the head coach at... Uh, Nordame School in Eastern Pennsylvania. He's been coaching for 22 years, and we'll get into all of that as we go through our interview today. So, Philip, thanks for coming on, and welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Lyle. Appreciate it. All right, thanks for coming. So, as you start off my episodes by asking guests to say something about themselves that most people don't know about them, so what would that be for you? What's something about you that most people don't know about you? Baseball player, so I, I played baseball for three years at Lehigh. Oh, okay. Um, in high school, I was also a three sport athlete, so I had a pretty good wrestling career in high school. Oh, nice. People don't know that of me. Very nice. So, uh, definitely a, an athlete as most guys are, but uh, wrestling isn't one that you hear uh, a lot of, but uh, that's cool. So, what did. Quarterback and wrestler is an oddity. <laughs> exactly. Not, not a very common uh, combination there. Okay, so what was your first sport? Was it. Uh, was it baseball? Was it wrestling? What did you start off with? I started off uh, when I was five years old as a, as a wrestler. My dad uh, ran the program, so okay. I was an all-American wrestler and football player at East Stroudsburg University, and I just kind of followed in his footsteps. And I thought that the playing the multiple sports made me made me better overall. Each one each one gave me good qualities to carry over into the other sports. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as you as we uh, see with most athletes that. Uh, most athletes end up playing many different sports because it does, it does help with development with, uh, you know, using different muscles and different movements and stuff that can help translate to whatever sport you end up choosing. So yeah, definitely something that a lot of guys end up, end up doing. So why did you end up with, uh, with football? Was that kind of what your best sport was or how, how do you end up doing that, making that choice? I mean, uh, I, I enjoyed everything that I was doing. I enjoyed the changing of the seasons. I enjoyed uh, whatever sport I was playing. But I knew that in college I wanted to play two sports at least. And uh, Lehigh gave me the opportunity to play both baseball and football. Uh, my football career kind of took off through college. And I got some opportunities with some pro teams coming in for workouts and things like that. And, yeah. Uh, but just about that I, that I went with, I also coached baseball for 15 years. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't coach it anymore. But I did at, at the school that I went to. 
that I was formerly coaching at. Yeah. And uh, but, uh, with football now being more of a year-round thing, um, I had to focus on that. You had to choose one. Okay. Cool. So I see coaching's in your is in your blood, I guess, from your dad and. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, okay, cool, good stuff. So did your, speaking of your dad, did he kind of want you to go into wrestling, being he was a wrestling coach? Was that something he was kind of steering you towards, or was it uh, something he just enjoyed? That was his, that was his love, that was his love for me to do that, and, uh, you know, I I just felt like I was outgrowing the sport. Um, I would have, I wrestled heavyweight a little bit as a, as a senior, but I had a, the only time I really had a couple of junior and senior year when I was kind of growing and maturing and um, there was no 215 weight class it was only 189 so okay. I had to cut about 15-20 pounds as a senior and that it just I didn't think that it was going to um, be a good fit for me in college because I would have had a I would probably have had a wrestle like 197 or 190 and at the time the weights were different um, because I didn't feel that I was a heavyweight so okay. but I did have I did have interest going to, to college to, to wrestle yeah um, I just chose not to I wanted to play baseball and football I knew those were the two that I wanted to continue to continue okay so um, as a kind of a wrestling novice is there like scholarship do they do they give scholarships for wrestling in yeah. in states oh, they do okay and especially in the area that, that I grew up in in, in eastern Pennsylvania yeah uh, in the Lehigh Valley wrestling is the top in the, one of the tops in the country so oh wow okay I think wrestling the university where I did go is a very strong school. They're typically a top ten school in, in the NCAA's, and uh, you know, so there was opportunity for that. Um, but like I said, it just wasn't a good fit for me. Okay, all right, sounds good. All right, so talk about your your uh, decision to go to to Lehigh. So obviously, wanting to play others uh, multiple sports was probably factored into your choice there. But talk about the recruiting process and how you end up uh, finally choosing choosing Lehigh. Well, Lehigh is a great academic school. It's uh, in the Patriot League, and um, you know, I, I wasn't an engineer, which is something they were known for. But it's uh, it was a good fit for me to go there. Uh, it was 35 minutes from my house. I got to play in the local area, and, and my family got to see me play. And Lehigh was the one school that really was going to give me the opportunity to come in and do both baseball and football, uh, which is what I was looking for. Uh, the higher level. 1A schools that I was looking at, they wanted to either change my position or they weren't going to allow me to play one sport over the other, which isn't really what I was looking for. So um, I, I fit in uh, at Lehigh, with Barry Putnam was uh, uh, very influential. He became my position coach, um, and it was it was where I wanted to be, and it, it worked out really well. I met friends for life there, and like I said, my family was, was close enough and they could get to see me play. You know, I really relish those memories. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome that there is a school that's close by, like you said, and your family got to to come to most probably all your games, I'm sure, and uh, and support you. So that's uh, that's great that you're able to to do that. To talk about your your time there, as I mentioned at the top, you're uh, all American there, and your player of the year in '98. So talk about your your time at Lehigh and your experience with the with the football program. Yeah, my, my freshman year, I was uh, I was six on the depth chart. I kind of moved my way up. Oh wow! Needed to do that, and uh, I ended up starting the last four games of, of my freshman year. The the senior quit, the junior got hurt, and I was oh wow! <laughs> and uh, we, I went two and two my freshman year. Um, our team was five and six. My sophomore year, we were four and seven. We were scoring a lot of points, but we couldn't stop anybody. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, we got into my junior year. We got a new defense coordinator, Jim Bottolari. Uh, my head coach was Kevin Higgins, and uh, we really didn't want to have those those types of seasons. I came from a very strong program at Pius Tenth in, in high school, where we we won a lot, won often. Yeah. So we wanted to turn things around, and, and uh, a lot of the leaders on the team got together, and we said this isn't going to happen this way anymore. And we worked harder and harder for it. Uh, we we were undefeated my junior junior year. We won the Patriot League. Uh, unfortunately, we lost in the, the national quarterfinal to UMass, who was the eventual champions. Um, my senior year, we were ten and one in the regular season, and eventually lost to Hofstra in the NCAA playoffs. So. Uh, over those last two years, we really felt that we put Lehigh in a good spot. Um, we beat Lafayette, which is our rival, uh, four times. That's the most played uh, college rivalry. Yeah. Um, and I am very proud to say the one thing I will say about my career is I am the only quarterback to play in that rivalry to beat them four times. To win all four. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a nice feather in the cap for sure. Uh, it's, a, it's a deep rivalry, especially in our area. And uh, no, I am certainly proud of that. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so you did mention that you did play uh, baseball there as well. They gave you the opportunity to play there. So what was the what was the baseball program like at, at Lehigh? Well, the, with my freshman year, the, the main criteria, so I, I kind of went there to, to play football, and football gave me the opportunity to play baseball. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I played baseball, and I had to do both spring football and the, right and the season baseball. Oh, wow. And keep up with the academics. So it was very challenging my freshman year. Um, into my sophomore year, I just played baseball. Uh, into my junior year, I just played baseball. So I was a, I was a pitcher and shortstop in high school, but in college, I played first base, uh, did a little relief pitching, and uh, a little bit of DH when I was a freshman. So, but I was a, I was a first baseman for over two years. Um, I had I had a good time playing there. Um, unfortunately. Um, I had to get something up, and I did that in my senior year. I just focused on football, yeah. ready for the uh, the NFL and the combine and things like that. So, but I'm happy that I did it. You know, I earned seven varsity letters there, and I'm very proud of that. I was able to tie my dad for that D that. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I grew up around. You know, knowing that he was a two sport All American, knowing that he was a two sport guy in college. And so that's just that was the natural path for me. That's what I wanted to do, and and I guess. Coaching now is because of him and, and the direction that he gave me uh, when I was young. Yeah, that's awesome. So he was a two-sport athlete. As well. So what did he, was he a wrestler and and what else was he? Wrestling and football. And football as well. Oh wow, very nice, very nice. Yeah, he was on the other side. Though. He was a defensive end. Uh, he would he would have been chasing. He'd been chasing you around, <laughs> just like when you're a kid. Probably he's chasing you around. <laughs> nice. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. So so baseball didn't didn't pan it. Was there a, point in time where you thought that maybe you could uh, do baseball as well professionally or was it how did that Dude, that, I mean that was my dream as a little kid um, and I can't say that football wasn't either but but to be a baseball player at that high level certainly was it always a dream but I didn't throw hard enough as a right handed pitcher and uh, you know I did okay but uh, football was just moving in a different direction it was moving faster it was giving me more, more opportunity yeah. And, uh, you know, I just gravitated towards that, and I'm still doing it today, so, you know, it's a love that I have, and really, if you ask me that question in high school, I probably would have picked baseball first, wrestling second, and football third. Oh, really? That's just, it's just weird how, how, I, how things end up. Yeah. Yeah, and now I spend, you know, I spend 
almost every day. Doing football, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a great sport, and it's something that I certainly love. But I miss wrestling. I still play softball and things like that to, to you know, stay close to baseball. But yeah, um, like I said, I coached for a long time. I even, I coached wrestling way back when too. Uh, football is just you know has taken over, and you know I'm, I'm happy that it's a part of my life. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about uh, moving on to the um, professional level. So, like I mentioned, you had those great seasons at Lehigh, and sure you got some attention from from scouts and and pro personnel. Um, um, you did not get drafted, but uh, talk about that two thousand year and if there was um, talk that you might get drafted. What was what was the draft process like for you? Well, it was. Uh, I played in the Blue Gray uh, good experience. I felt that I had a good showing there. Like you said, I, I was not drafted. I was, uh, you know, through that draft, I was the same draft that Tom Brady came out in, but I was uh, oh, okay. in that sixth six round discussion, seventh round discussion. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, my agent was talking to uh, Tampa Bay and, and New Orleans um, as well, which I ended up going to New Orleans the following spring. They, they drafted Mark Bolger, but the following spring, I ended up going after they released him. He went to St. Louis, and I came in uh, to New Orleans. And really, New Orleans is the reason why I got my one credited season uh, with Jacksonville because they passed my name on to, to Jacksonville. So, okay. um, you know, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that because, uh, you know, those experiences, I felt like I was, I was in an internship for what I'm doing now. Yeah. Being around that, that level and coaching and all the players and seeing and having those experiences and traveling around and you know, getting to do that on a daily basis. Um, it's really the things that I draw from every day now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That You see a lot of, especially quarterbacks who uh, make that transition to into coaching. I see that with a lot of my former teammates uh, who are quarterbacks and end up uh, in, in, the, in the coaching ranks. So it's definitely a, a, a kind of a natural tra- transition. Yeah, I love being in the meetings and being in the practices and seeing the game plans and like that. That was very interesting to me and, and all the thought and all the preparation that went behind the scenes. You know, so, uh, you know, being at, at Lehigh and having that experience and then going into the pros and getting that ele- elevated level of, you know, uh, the sport, um, I try and give that to the high school too. Know? Yeah. I say that we're running a, a pro, pro, pro program, but I do want them to give them the opportunity that if they have, that they go and play in college, that they're prepared for that. So um, trying to take a lot of those experiences and, and pass it on to them. And currently we have 24 kids playing in, in college. So I'm very Oh, nice. That's very nice. Cool. So I'm sure it was a, a dream to, to finally make it to, to the to the big level with uh, when the Bills picked you up initially. So talk about that first day walking into the into the locker room, you know, getting your your gear and saying, "Wow, I'm I'm here with the with the pros." What was that? What was that like? Yeah, it, it was wild. My locker was right next to Doug Flutie. Oh wow! <laughs> and you see him on TV, and now I'm, I'm right next to him. And um, you know, like I said, I just tried to learn as much as I could and as fast as I could. That was probably the most difficult part going through. That was the changeover with so many teams and having to relearn different playbooks and stuff. But yeah. Um, you know, I think I did a good job of that. Obviously, I stuck around for the amount of time that I stuck around, bouncing around, uh, with nothing really invested in me because I wasn't drafted. But, uh, you know, I tried to immerse myself in the playbook and, and you know, contribute to practice and, and learn from the people that I was around, the coaches, 
you know, uh, it was a, it was a great experience. But that first day was was pretty wild. Walk in there and yeah. see Doug Lindy and you know just be just be at that level and through that process. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Doug Lindy is definitely a legend up here in Canada. He's probably going down as one of the the greatest uh, CFL players of all time for sure, or at least one of the top players. So, what was it like playing with him? Did you learn anything specific from him, or was it like being around him? He was, he was he's short. I mean, that's yeah. He's a short guy, but he didn't play like that. You watched him play in practice. Like he made the game slow down, and by doing that, I mean he knew everything that was coming at him. So he was able to slow the game down and, and get his lanes. And so he didn't play like the size of. I mean, it was really amazing to watch, and he was a very, um, you know, uh, I could go to him and ask him questions. Even in the midst of all that, he was able to to slow down and answer my questions as a rookie. And you know, I'm like I said, I'm very grateful for that. I learned a lot from that experience, like how to slow down the game, how to be prepared, and you know, how to make plays when when you know um, you're at a disadvantage. So um, it was a great overall. Experience. That's awesome. Yeah, when you have guys like that with that uh, amount of ability and they're willing to to you know, share their experience with, with other players, it's, it's great to be able to, to learn from, from guys like that for sure. All right, so talk about, uh, yeah, you like we mentioned, you've bounced around a few teams, played some time in NFL Europe. Was there any moment where you thought, you know what, should I keep should I keep doing this? Or I think I, I know I can make it, so I'm going to keep pushing. What was your mentality throughout the that whole time. Dude, you, I, I got I got on the team with Jaguars. I was the third string quarterback towards the end of that time with them. I was the second string quarterback, so I felt like I was there. I just wanted that opportunity to get on the field and, and, and play. And that's what I was able to do in NFL Europe. So going through that process, uh, going over there and playing the first year was a little difficult, you know, being in Germany and not knowing the language and not knowing the culture, but I thought that I was able to adapt by the end of that. Um, we had I had a decent season, and walking away from it, I said, you know what, I'm never going back. Oh, really? <laughs> I got picked up as a free agent two years later, and it's the best experience I've ever had. Uh, guys on that team I'm still friends with to this day. Um, we had I had, a, I had a better season statistically, and I felt like, okay, this is, this is my opportunity. I, I took a, a different approach to the game, and I relaxed a little bit, and I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself and just enjoy being there and playing. And uh, the city was great, the team was great, and um, I came back to the U.S. and with the Steelers, I got brought in to training camp late because they had an injury. And I was kind of disappointed because I felt like I did what I needed to do in NFL Europe to give myself an opportunity to make a team and, and you know, and really get on with my career at that level. Yeah. Um, but it didn't, it didn't work out good for and um, you know, I just felt like uh, I felt like I was getting like um, messed around with. So um, at, it became a difficult decision there. You know, I, I, I felt like I wanted to really get into coaching if, if the professional level wasn't going to work. Um, I ended up being with another team the following year with the Eagles and had another a difficult situation. Um, and I just. Uh, I was looking for something a little bit more stable. I was grateful for my time that I got to play, and uh, I just thought the opportunities were starting to run out. And uh, I got fully immersed in coaching, and still doing that 20 some years later. All this time later, yeah. And, yeah, everything happens for a reason. But it was, I mean, it was a great experience. I mean, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't um, 
complain about the opportunity I had because a lot of people don't have that opportunity, you know. But I just wanted more. I wanted to. I wanted to, I played in a couple of preseason games. I wanted that opportunity to really like play and you know learn a playbook for a couple of years, and, and I felt like I could do that. Yeah. And um, I'm not saying I would have been a star or an all pro, and I'm not saying that at all. But I felt like I could have been a, a solid backup, or I could have been a guy that could have contributed to a team. And um, it just didn't fully happen. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, kind of a, a thin line between that you know, that dreaming level, or where the guy just they they kind of view you as you know just someone who can't do it. Because once the way you come to the league is kind of how they they view you. So no, no matter what you're doing, if you're going ten for ten in 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 eleven on elevens and you're tearing up the defense, you're like, oh yeah, but he's an he's a UFA, he's a free agent guy. So you know, his his ceiling isn't going to be that high. Because so that's kind of the the downside. Going into a situation where, you know, like my position coach might like me or um, the head coach may have liked me, but the general manager didn't or yeah. it just became that political game and, you know, that's it's a, it's a business and, you know, I, I understood that and, or at least I tried to understand it at the time as a young kid, it was, it was difficult. Um, but looking back on it, what a great experience and, you know, like I said, the, the level of what I got to see every day. And I lived that life for a while. Yeah. I'm still drawing on that from, you know, now as I as I coach these kids in high school. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Like you said, there's definitely experiences that you got to to enjoy. You know, being you know, going to Europe, for instance, and playing all those and seeing all those different cities and all that. So and traveling over all over the U.S. So yeah, didn't didn't go to where you I'm sure you wanted it to, but you definitely had some some great moments. And I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I felt that I was right there, and uh, like I said, it. It, the experiences were, were certainly worth it. Uh, I always I could have got a couple of the, of the, you know, the regular season games. And, yeah. and, and to say to myself, you know, I could have done this or I, or I wasn't able to do it. But, you know, um, certainly good experience all the way around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so you mentioned that you've uh, thought of coaching from the beginning and uh, always thought that's where you would go into to talk about uh Getting into coaching and your your first uh, first uh, steps into into that into that coaching realm. Yeah, as I would get released or I would have to you know leave a team, I would go back home and you know get involved in the high school season. And you know I was fortunate that with my coaches from high school, I was able to get on staff there. So the first first two years, I just helped out up in the box, and, and then uh, after I left the Steelers, there was an opportunity to be an offense coordinator. And uh, I jumped into that position. I've been an offensive coordinator ever since. Uh, those early years, I just tried to uh, implement the things that, that I had learned and, and, you know, show the uh, high school kids that I felt at that age I still related to very well. So um, I coached in a Catholic school, which, you know, I played in um, for 22 years. So I feel like I have a good relationship with the kids. And, you know, I can show them how to get uh, – the most out of what they're doing. Definitely, definitely. So do they, as they see you come in and, and as you're you know, teaching them and coaching them up, do they kind of give you a certain amount of respect knowing that you came from the NFL and that you've had all that experience and been able to play at that, that high level? Yeah, I think, I think so. You know, I, I had, uh, it was a small town community. And uh, so everybody, everybody knew that I was going through that. And, um, you know, I don't carry myself you know, like I, I certainly wasn't holding that over anybody's head, but I think the kids that I was coaching certainly could recognize that I was going through that. And, 
were excited to have me there, and I was excited to be there. Uh, it was an e- it was an equal uh, equal thing to me. I was excited to be coaching them and excited to be coaching at my high school. And uh, you know, it was, it, it was it was fun. It was fun to see the kids grow and mature. And uh, you know, and I, the offense that I implemented was the, the Berlin Thunder offense, which was the one I played in the second year in NFL Europe. But the kids the kids loved it. So we spread the ball around and we were having some fun, putting up some good numbers and winning games. And yeah. um, I really loved that. And, you know, I think that uh, I think they did too. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask you what kind of offensive uh, philosophy you're, you're using because you've had the experience of so many different uh, offenses, I'm sure, and so many different styles. So what's what you kind of think works best? And do you do do you think it's different for high school than it would be for college or pro? What what's your uh, philosophy on that? Well, our uh, the ball to set up the run. Uh, where a lot of kids that we play in high school are the opposite. They run the ball to set up the pass. Yeah. You know, we use multiple personnel groups, multiple formations uh, to really do the same types of things. But uh, I think we're best when we're balanced. So even though we give the illusion that we're only passing the ball, we do run it. We do run it or try to run it equally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, our kids can buy into that. Our, our offense is not predicated around one person. Uh, it's it's multiple people getting involved and, and a lot of guys that are role players. And, um, you know, certainly the quarterback has to be able to handle what we're doing and, and be a good athlete. But all the way around, uh, it's wide open for anybody to get the ball, anybody to be successful on any given play. So I think the kids can really rally behind that and, and give them an opportunity and, and to uh, embrace the roles and, and to contribute to our success uh, every Friday night or Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right. In terms of, of, of coaching, what are your aspirations uh, for that? Are you looking to kind of stay at this uh, level, in the ground roots level in, in high school, or do you maybe one day want to move up to college or the, the pro level? I thought about the college level. Uh, you know, I would love to be able to coach at the high university where I went. You know, I just I feel really connected to that place the same way I did to the high school that I was at. Uh, I feel really good about where I'm at right now at Notre Dame. Um, it's not the high school that I went to, but it's a very uh, small, close-knit community, I feel. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a good place for me, and, you know, I've been doing it for so long. My goals are really to stay here and to continue to grow this program, um, not only uh, locally, but we want to we want to push for the top. We want to be uh, state contenders every year, and, you know, that's where, that's where my goals and aspirations are, is to, is to be one of the best teams around, certainly one of the best in Pennsylvania. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I know Pennsylvania is definitely a, a football hotbed, and there's lots, lots of great players that come out of there, and sure. So it's going to be a, a stiff competition, but I'm sure you guys will, will do, will do well there for sure. All right. So you mentioned, I think, that you have some other uh, businesses and business uh, endeavors that you're a part of. Can you talk about uh, some of that as well that you got into? Well, uh, I started a couple of businesses uh, after I got that plan. Uh, one of the ones was a, a franchise that my dad and I my family bought into, which was uh, Rita's Water Ice. It's like uh, you know, a dessert chain, and so we've had that for 15 years or so now. Okay. Actually, it's closer to 20 now. Uh, I have a sporting goods company where we do custom uniforms. I put that online uh, in 2004-2005, so we do a lot of custom stuff for uh, wrestling and, and football, and we did slow pitch softball. That was kind of our niche, which is what I was playing for a, a lot of years. Yeah. And um, you know, now uh, my professional life has kind of transitioned more to the education side. I'm a dean of students. 
um, as a safe environment coordinator at our at our school. And uh, you know, I don't I don't really teach other than I help out with some phys ed classes, but you know, the coaching the coaching side is is a is a year round gig too. So yeah, uh, but I'm happy I'm happy for the opportunity to have at Notre Dame. And, you know, I, like I said, I just want to continue there, and um, I'm still able to run my businesses and do that. And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate that I get to do the things that I love to do every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you have, like you said, your dad is a partner with you. So does he do most of the, of that uh, aspect of things? Yeah. Yeah. My mom and dad do the day-to-day operations for Arita's Water Race. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of just like a silent partner anymore with that. But I'm happy that we have it. I'm happy we invested in it years ago. And it's, it's really a good, uh, solid change for us. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important for... Um, for players to do realize that try and you know spread out to do different things and and uh, you know get into different uh, aspects of business and 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 branch out to different things after after playing. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I, instead of I, I felt like I was fortunate to play at the, the pro level and, and some of the financial um, you know uh, some of the financial financial uh, stuff I was able to make at that time. I wanted to put that back in. I wanted to reinvest it. Yeah. I wanted to reinvest it in something that was going to continue to grow and help help me later in life. And you know, I felt I felt like I was able to do that with with Rita's and, and the Sporting Goods Company. And um, I'm happy. I'm happy where we're at right now. And uh, you know, I, I think it was I think it was a good move back then. As a young guy, instead of going out and buying a you know fancy car, fancy car, yeah, <laughs> at a house. That money into something that's still growing today. Definitely, definitely. So, did you have someone that kind of like a maybe a veteran player that kind of encouraged you to do that type of thing, or is that something that maybe your parents instilled in you? What was your? Um... I, I mean, my, my family was always uh, business minded. Okay. You know, glass mills and screen printing and embroidery and um, things that we did, uh, you know, from my from my grandmother and my grandfather. You know, so I was always around business. Uh, you know, it's just something that I felt that I I wanted to, to invest in. And, uh, you know, so I was kind of, you know, I'm very close with my family. And, um, you know, they really set me up for, for where I'm at in my life right now with my own family. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, having having a solid family, having a good family that uh, teaches you great values and teaches you uh, definitely the things that can help you in the future like you you seem to have as uh, here is is great right not everyone has that uh, that benefit has a blessing to have you know people to, to instill good values in them and to make sure they don't like you said a lot of guys will spend all their money on cars and and, and things that uh, don't uh, don't help them in the long run but uh, you seem to have a good family that gave you some some good advice as a as a young kid yeah Okay, so let's finish up here with what I call uh, the top of the mountain moment. Kind of looking back on your your football journey. Obviously, you're still in, uh, in, in uh, involved in football in some ways, but in, t- in terms of your playing career, um, is there a, a favorite moment, a favorite play, uh, um, words of wisdom that you have for younger kids? How would you like to uh, to finish things off here? Uh, I would say you know the way the way things happen isn't necessarily always the way that you want them to happen. But there's opportunities along the way to make that what you want it to be, and you know, being able to control what you can control. Um, I, I didn't have, I wasn't like, uh, you know, um, a strong uh, recruit in, into college. I certainly wasn't coming out of college, but I had options. I tried to make the best of those every day, whether that was on scout team, whether that was the second team, the first team, 
whether that was with the veterans or the rookies, whoever I was with, I tried to make the most of that opportunity. And that's what I would tell kids. It's not about it's not about always being the uh, the highlight and then making the highlight play or, or having uh, all the athletes just go out and, and work every day. And I think that will lend you to more opportunities. That's what coaches want to see. They want to see you take advantage of opportunities. And uh, everybody has everybody wants to play in the NFL and play in the major leagues and do all those things. Um, but live day to day and take advantage of take advantage of your opportunities on a daily basis. Because when you squander those, you don't necessarily get more. So you might as well keep doing it as hard as you can for as long as you can. Yeah, yeah, some great advice for sure. Yeah, take advantage of your opportunities because yeah, you never know when another one may come. So yeah, once you get one, you gotta make the most of it for sure. So Philip, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an awesome interview. Great chatting with you and talking about your career and, and what you're doing now. It's been awesome. Thank you so much and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Lyle. It's my pleasure to do it. And thank you very much. listening to after the gridiron if you're a fan of the show please make sure you subscribe to the show and also leave a rating and review by doing that you also help to spread the word about the podcast and assist others in finding the show so more people can enjoy this great content you can also follow us on facebook instagram and twitter with the links to those being found on the website your support is very much appreciated also please visit the resources page on the website for links to our sponsors and affiliates Your support helps to keep the show running. So go to www.atgridiron.com slash resources to check them out. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you when we kick off our next episode.